Yo, welcome everyone to the first actually live pour over show. This is this is real, man. This is for real. Um, all right, so yeah, let's get started. This week on the pour over, Joe and Dill test their palates in a live tasting of the Hario V60, Kalita Wave, and the Chemex. Tune in as the pour over boys give their hot takes on the differences between the three most popular drippers. Let's pour it all over. Hey friends, welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. Today, we're at Joe's place, in person, to do another live brewing and tasting of coffee. Like Joe said, we're comparing the top three Pour Over brewers this week, the V60, Kalita Wave, and the Chemex. Uh, we decided to do a quick detour from when they see us just to finally settle this debate of the best pour-over dripper. But before we get all in, into that, uh, let's catch up with the pour-over boys. What's up, man? Yeah, man. Nothing much. Nothing much. Actually, a lot going on right now. Yeah, there is a lot going on. We we, we recording in person. Yes, sir. We got two computers <laughs> out here. We we live on Instagram at pour-over show. Shout out to our followers. Pour-over underscore show or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, it's going pretty good. Um, I whipped out my computer from back when I wor- was working on my thesis in uh, ma- in uh, my master's program. It's struggling. <laughs> it's it's breathing really hard. Yeah, yeah. Listeners are probably going to hear the fan noise a little bit, <laughs> but, you know, we think it's worth it just to record in person. A lot better than trying to record from Texas and Ohio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How's it going for you, man? It's been really good. Obviously, I'm in Ohio visiting you and some other friends. So a little bit of vacation time. So mm. it's, it's good. Um, some well deserved rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So we've been uh, busy brewing. Uh, we whipped out three cups today. Um, actually, you know, before before we get into that, um, any updates on coffee stuff? Like uh, any beans you picked up, or you know, just ha- coffee happenings this week? Um, quite a bit. I mean, oh. since since you know we've been. Well, I've been out here in Ohio, so we've been going to a good number of coffee shops uh, together. You know that a lot of, uh, probably all of them you've mentioned on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. But like in Cincinnati, uh, we went to Collective Espresso. Yes, sir. Fantastic! Shout out to Johannes, uh, <laughs> best barista out there. You know, we we did a little. He, he helped us with a little espresso taste testing as he was trying to dial in a bean. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was a unique experience. Yeah, that was he, really yeah. fun. He brewed it a couple different ways. We sampled it each time, gave him our thoughts, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised. You know, he's he's there open to our opinions. Right, right. Um, so, you know, we're just kind of these noobs out here. But but we were yeah. simpatico. Mm. We all kind of like vibe with the same conclusions. That's true. That's true. We, we were in agreement with Johannes. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah, and then just went to some other coffee shops out here in Dayton, you know, like Press, mm-hmm. uh, Boston Stoker. So, and you went out to Stouffs, Stouffs in Columbus, oh, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we just stopped by because we're in the North Market, I think it's called. So I went there, got a cold brew, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm told. I, I, mean, I don't know this, but I'm told that Stouffs is pretty. Uh, well known, I guess is pretty. Yeah, uh, I think it's like chain. a local chain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So trying a lot of new coffee out here, uh, which is one of the main reasons to travel, I think. Uh-huh. You know, people travel to eat, that's one, of course, but then also traveling to drink coffee, try what's local, and yeah. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that's me. What about you? Nice. 
Well, I, we've been pretty much sticking around. So mm. what you've experienced is what kind of what I've experienced. Um, yeah, you know, uh, let's see. I've been drinking the middle state, mm. middle state that I got from Denver, and that's been good. Uh, just today, we bought a, a roast from Boston Stoker, really for our kind of pour over throwdown. And, um, you know, like I've always talked about in this podcast, it's very solid, you know, roastery and coffee shop. They've been in the Dayton area for feels like decades. Um, and so we picked up the El Barrio, I think. Um, we're both looking back. Trying <laughs> to, like, where's that coffee bag? Uh, is it El Barrio or El Barrio or something? Uh, I think it's from Nicaragua. And we chose that one to brew the cups that we have today. So I think Dill's going to go get it right now. Correct me. It is El Barrio. So, and yes, it is out of Nicar- Nicaragua. Um, yeah, and this this bag has um, flavor notes of chocolate, clementine, and brown sugar. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a good segue into our, you know, our main segment today. We'll be doing the blind, not blind tasting, it's a... Uh, Pour over throwdown, so to speak, of these three different popular drippers: uh, the Hario V60, the Kalita Wave, and the Chemex. And uh, we will, um, yeah, pit them head to head. So, in fact, not a blind tasting at all. We are very, um, we're going to be scrutinizing these three different drippers. Hmm. I guess maybe just a quick word before getting into it, just. What uh, we usually use, I yeah. guess, because we're bringing our own drippers into this, right? So, as we've said on the show before, uh, for me personally, I use the V60 basically every day. It was the first, I think, more legit coffee brewer that I ever bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the one that stayed, because I've had a lot of different coffee brewers through the past few years that I've been drinking coffee. Are you throwing some shade right now? No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, and it's the one that has been the mainstay. It could be because it's the first one I got. I don't mm. know. I just keep going, going back to it. So, yeah, V60 is what I usually use. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm on the Kalita Wave, you know, um, stainless steel. Uh, Dylan's is glass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the Wave was the first one that I actually bought myself. And I was gifted a wave too. Like if you guys, I think maybe in the very beginnings of this podcast, I talked about a wave that I had that was a ceramic wave and that had actually broke. And so, yeah, RIP shout outs (laughs) to uh, my friend Jessica who gave it to me. Um, But yeah, now I've been on this uh, stainless steel Kalita wave and it's been, it's been really good. Nice. I think Dill and I both agree that it's a fairly uh, forgiving Mm -hmm. uh, dripper. And the third one we have here is a Chemex Brewer, which is courtesy of Dylan. Uh, he brought it over. He actually gifted it to me. Mm-hmm. And this Chemex is the eight-cup one, uh, which, quick segue, we did talk about the pros and cons of the handle version of the Chemex and then the non-handle version. Yeah, so if people are familiar with the Chemex, traditionally, it's just this kind of hourglass shape uh, glass thing with a wood collar around it. That's kind of the original design. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but at some point in time, they came out with a variation where it does not have the wood collar, but instead yeah. has actual handle, but that's also glass. Mm-hmm. And I went back and forth, like, which one should I get for Joe? And I personally have the wood collar one myself. Yeah. And also I was like, this handle, I think, is just another thing to break. Mm. So... 
And I, I just like the aesthetic of the wood collar much more. Yeah. Yeah, and some people like the handle because it, it's actually easier to pour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think functionality-wise, it is a little bit more functional. I mean, um, I didn't think about it at first, but when I was pouring that today, I was like, it is kind of hard to pour. A little bit. You know, like the, the balance and it's all. It's kind of a two-hand endeavor sometimes. Right, right. So anyhow, the Chemex we have here is, you know, like Dill shared, glass. It doubles as a croft, so mm-hmm. you know if you do end up getting a Chemex, you won't have to worry about uh, worrying about a receptacle for your for your coffee. Um, what else should we say about these brewers? Yeah, I think we mentioned briefly some of the different distinctives, but I think just real quick, uh, the V60 has just one giant hole in the bottom. Mm-hmm. So uh, the general, I guess, opinion is that it's. Is more finicky because mm. you have all the control as sure. the brewer, and whereas the Kalita has three holes in the bottom, and so mm-hmm. it kind of restricts the flow a little bit, which is why we said it's a little bit more forgiving because even if you pour it a bunch or not a bunch, it will flow similar rates. Right, right. And then right. the Chemex is essentially just like the V60 where it's just a giant hole also. Mm-hmm. And so you have just much more control and... The filters are different, too. The Chemex is known for having the thickest filters. Okay. So it can take out more of the oils kind of thing. And then V60 has pretty thin filters. Mm-hmm. And then the Wave has wavy filters. I don't yeah, even they're, know. Yeah, they kind of look like folds. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like um, folds that go around the, the circle, kind of around the sides. So it is a, it is a very unique-looking filter for the pour-over. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it almost looks like the... The filters you put in, like, your, you know, normal coffee maker. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Another kind of um, uh, distinction of the different brewers are ridges on the inside. I, I don't know how uh, how much they actually affect the flow. You know, that's kind of been deba- debated by me and Dill. Like, the Hario has these ridges that kind of run parallel to the flow. And then the har the, the the wave, excuse me, has these ridges that are concentric and they kind of run against the flow. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. I I doubt how much that actually helps, but who knows? It's yeah. fine. So uh, yeah, like I said, we we actually already drank all three of them, mm-hmm. and we started with the wave, then we moved to the um, the V sixty, and then we moved to the Chemex. And surprisingly, we felt they all tasted different. Yeah, yeah. I was a little worried that we wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> and then once again, our... We'd be exposed. Yeah, <laughs> for this, this podcast is just exposing ourselves. <laughs> but yeah, they, all three, especially when you drink them back to back, are definitely really different, I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just reviewing the bean that we actually brewed with. So like I said, it's the El Barril out of Nicaragua. Um, the person that we were talking to when we, before we bought the bean really shared that it's a very solid cup that she feels like comes out of her French press. Um, very balanced, um, she said, uh, but also um, uh, distinctive in some ways because she compared it to a different cup. I think it might have been maybe the Bella Vista or another one that she said was kind of boring. Mm. But this one, she said, you know, you could definitely pick up some 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 flavors. Those being chocolate, clementine, and brown sugar. Mm-hmm. So um, where should we start, Dill? 
It's a good, good question. Um, I don't know, maybe we just run through the order that we brewed it in, just yeah. kind of initial thoughts, and then as we progressively drank the different cups, maybe just a little, little comparison there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like like Joe said, we started with the wave, and that cup, I would say, for me, was surprisingly low in acidity, mm-hmm. not not super bright, but then it's kind of had this like this aftertaste or maybe this finish where it kind of hits you real quick with a little, little bit little, of the little acidity. Tang, right? Yeah, a little, little tang at the end. Yeah. And it was good, you know, but I felt like mm-hmm. with that one, the the flavors were you know more more of that like chocolatey, less yeah. less of the bright, you know, clementine kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I definitely agree with you. It was, um, it was very full bodied. You could definitely taste, um, you know, the the coffee, you know, um, it was mouth filling, right? Mm. I think so. Favorite. Yeah, favorite word. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it did lack some of that brightness, some of that acidity. Uh, which did come later, but it didn't feel like integrated. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it, but it felt like a good cup. It was a good tasting mm. cup. Yeah. What would you say, or how would you say it compares to your other brews? Just because you normally use the Kalita, uh, the Wave, and I don't know if this is characteristic or not. Since I'm not super familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's it's pretty pretty um, on brand. Uh, from from what I usually get with the wave, um, which you know we can talk about this a little later, mm-hmm. but the issue or the the bias of familiarity comes into play here mm-hmm. a little bit. So for me, this tasted like a very decent cup. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all these cups are good. Oh yeah, but uh, but for me, this tasted very familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if this is how people think about flavor especially with Mm. coffee but for me i kind of think of it as like a high mid and lows sort of it could Mm. be because i i think about things more in like audio terms sometimes but you know like the brightness the acidity that we talk about think about like highs you know those deeper chocolates and stuff i think like low lows and so that's just kind of how i sometimes visualize it could be because I don't know what to call the flavors, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah you know, like when that, I was uh, thinking with, with the wave, I'm like, uh, there's more like mids and lows, kind of mm. less, less of that brightness. Dude, the more that you say that, the more I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense to me. So, you know, I'll, I'll use it. Well, uh, tasting it again right now, like I definitely taste chocolate, mm-hmm. super chocolatey um, and, and really not really getting that clementine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so even when it cooled down, the lows are still there, not too much uh, coming from the highs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess moving on just a little bit to the V60, which mm-hmm. we brewed next. And maybe a word is just that uh, Joe brewed the Kalita, I brewed the V60, and then Joe brewed the Chemex. And with the V60, it was noticeably different. I thought it might be a little similar to the Kalita wave. But I think with the V60, it really hit you with that acidity and that brightness right at the front yeah yeah don't 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 waste that mm-hmm. yeah you know i just <laughs> got down the rest of the kalita right here i know listeners can't see but joe's trying to pour the different things so we can get a second taste test mm-hmm. here and i just got down it real quick but with the v60 i thought definitely right when you drank it you're like oh yeah i, I taste that clementine and that that brightness right up front yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the main difference. It definitely lended more toward the highs, if we want to use that kind of thing, um, higher part of that scale. 
And I personally liked the second cup more than the first. But again, the V60 is what I use basically every day. Yeah. So it could be some of that familiarity coming in too. But yeah, yeah I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you um, on the highness of the of the, the V60. Mm, the highness. The highness. Your highness <laughs> brewed a very good cup. Your highness. Your highness. Hey, yo, 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 what up? Your highness. Um, I also felt it was more clear. Like it had mm-hmm. more clarity. Mm-hmm. It didn't. You know, I don't want to say muddled in a bad way for the wave, but it felt a little bit more clear on the V60. Mm. Um, but that's also subjective because clear to what? Clear to the mm. lows, the highs, or the mids. True, true, true. So, um, yeah, actually, the more that I talk about it, the more I had to reformulate my thoughts. But definitely fruitier, getting closer to that tea-like quality, mm. and having that brightness. Yeah. Yeah, even now drinking it again because all all three of the coffees are now cool, like bordering on cold maybe, but mm. it's okay. Um, Yo, yeah, yeah. So now it still maintains that brightness. Yep. Yeah. So I thought you know what, usually when it cools, the coffee becomes a little more sweet and all that, but this maintains that and it still tastes really good. I think. Yeah. 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 So. We're going to be jacked up on uh, caffeine today because it's like 6.30 right now at night. But, you know, we do it for the podcast. And Joe's not going to sleep before work tomorrow. I might take the day off. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the V60? Mm, no, I think just takeaways for me are um, more uh, clear on the, the highs, fruitier. Uh, brighter and um, you know a little less body, mm-hmm. a little less body. Yeah, I think I think you hit it right there. I would agree with all that. Good summary. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to our last dripper here, the Chemex, hey. the tried and true. Yeah, the hipster's sword of choice. Yeah, weapon of choice. Mm. Uh, the eight cup. Ooh, we made two. Ah! So. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Oh, man. But, uh, man, what did you think about the Chemex? Yeah, the Chemex, for sure, was, uh, again, all, all three of these, just as you drink them, just very noticeably different. Mm. And with the Chemex, it's stereotypically known to be a lighter body because just like I said at the top, like the filters are just much thicker. And so they draw out more of the coffee oils and don't okay. let that get into the brew. And when we drank this, we both agreed yeah. there's much more light mm-hmm. or delicate, perhaps, or just tea-like, I mm-hmm. think, is a yep. way to describe it. And I I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I, I know usually for a lot of people that like pour-overs, you know, Chemex is the go-to a lot of the times because it is the most light and it can draw out more of the brighter flavors, yeah. know, the fruitiness, you know, if you get a good Ethiopian, like people... Oh, yeah. Pair that with the Chemex. It kind of just goes hand in hand. And this one, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's was, it was pretty smooth, but also kind of yeah. it's, it's a little bit in between the Wave and the V60. Mm-hmm. If I had to place that somewhere. And like, yeah. it had the brightness of the V60, but also the lighter body. So Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's actually yeah. a really enjoyable cup. Yeah, I think if you normally brew with a V60, the Chemex won't be much different for you. Mm-hmm. If you normally brew with the V with the V with the Chemex, the V60 might kind of tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or did I already say that? I say it backwards. <laughs> Anyhow, they're very similar, 
Except I think the Chemex makes it even more light. Yeah. Like I think T like is very descriptive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. What else is there to say? Um. It. I mean, on the on the flip side, it lacks body, so it's a very you know like it like we've been talking ad nauseum, very light kind of tea like. So, if you're someone who likes like to drink their coffee and it to taste like coffee, mm. like you know like starbucks pike's place that might not be the chemex yeah you, you might want to go with uh you know french press uh kalita wave mm-hmm. that route yeah and also i think the chemex because it's much more delicate like the the brew that it produces it could highlight uh low quality coffee Ooh. So we talked a little about a little bit about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we use the same coffee for all of this. Boston Stoker is good, good quality. But I think if you were to only have a Chemex and to brew that all the time, and occasionally you get a bean that's not as good, I think that would come out even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little could be a little less forgiving in that sense versus like an AeroPress that makes basically everything taste good. I think. But because it's able to draw out the nuances more, mm-hmm. but if those nuances aren't there, like they're bad, right? It will also just draw those out more, right? So. Try, try it again. Right. Try, try this cup again. This Chemex. A little ASMR right here. <laughs> hmm. I would say to me now, this is more acidic than the V60. Mm. Now that they're both cooled. Yeah. Um, but it's still very light. I, I think even when you look at it, it looks lighter. Yeah, yes, sir. You know what? I, I, I don't think the Chemex ages as well as the others. Ooh. Why, why do you say that? Um, because I think as it, you know, as a, maybe it's temperature. Mm. Maybe, maybe if it was hotter, it would taste better. Mm. I think as it's cooled down, you know, like you said, exposing the flaws, you can really taste it. Mm. Um, and also... I don't know. Yeah, like um, it is very, is very uh, clear, but at the same time, it, it can also be like very nothing. Mm. Like it, you know, can t- can taste maybe watered down. Yeah, yeah. I think with this one, it's less balanced. And going back to my high mid lows, I think it just kind of sits in the high mid kind of area, mm-hmm. but doesn't have any of the depth of, of the lows. You yeah, kind of thing. And so now that they're all cool, I think the V60 tastes like maintains mm-hmm. the flavors the best, in my opinion. Yeah. So would you say the V60 falls right in the middle between the Wave and the Chemex as far as that those high, mid, low profile? Yeah, I think so. I think it is able to maintain the high. So the thing with the with the Wave for me is just even when it's hot, I think the the highs you know the brightness wasn't quite as there mm-hmm. and with the v60 it is and i think it maintains that even as it cools so yeah it's kind of kind of like that in between now whereas when when it's hot i i guess i said the chemex was a little in between mm. as they cool as those flavors develop a little bit differently i think that's uh the deeper flavors more of that chocolate is maintained with the v60 Mm. and not the chemex okay mm. interesting i i think this experiment has um given me new meaning to the idea that um 
certain beans taste better using different pour over mm, methods. That's right. That's a whole other thing too that we brought up recently is just people like to pair the beans with different brew methods. Yeah. Depending on what what they are. And so just to add another layer of complexity here, you know. Don't do it. It's just like with coffee, it's just a never-ending rabbit hole, dude. Um, That's true. You got your brewers, you got you got your bean, you know, and then all you, you can add water and all that stuff too. But you can just, throw in that third wave water yeah. thing too, like be on another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be with this one, also my personal bias, you know, I think I would say... I mean, they're all good, right? I think mm-hmm. I'd be happy with all, all three cups. But I personally, I think I just like the V60, hot or cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it could mm-hmm. be because of the bean. It could be. Yeah, yeah This I think this bean, um, well, to me, this bean lends well to each brewer. They all kind of bring out a certain flavor, you know, yeah. depending on what, you lo- what you're looking for. You know, if you're looking for something more chocolatey, Kalita Wave, looking for something more uh, balanced, V60, you're looking for something more bright and tea-like Chemex, mm-hmm. you know? And when I think about uh, different types of beans, you know, like you mentioned, Ethiopians, you know, African coffees, Kenyans, if you really want to bring out those fruity flavors, you got to go the Chemex or the V60. You know, if you're drinking a lot of um, Central American coffee or you just really like, um, I don't, I don't want to, um, you know, uh, generalize, but more uh you know darker roasts Mm. something with a little bit more body more chocolatey more nutty maybe go the wave Mm. yeah yeah so yeah man that was fun yeah i enjoyed it and now we're gonna be awake for the next uh, 12 hours we can just uh drink more and then never go to sleep (laughs) is that how it works with coffee yes yeah it's a cycle a vicious cycle of you drink it you don't sleep but then you need it to stay awake so Mm -hmm. you drink more (laughs) <laughs> we'll just pop a couple of melatonin like, <laughs> you know just really mess up our bodies yeah and um this episode is brought to you by rice cakes Yay. aka cardboard you know what i'm saying if y'all listening closely dill's been snacking on this the whole time <laughs> me too yes we joe has mentioned it before you know he uses it as his palate cleanser so we drank it or we ate it in between samplings of the coffees and it's for some reason, you know, the cardboard tastes good. <laughs> I've converted you. Yeah. So nice, man. Any other closing thoughts on, on these brewers? I think that they're all good. And yeah. like we, we've said it's highly subjective in general with coffee, mm-hmm. you know, just things that you like to eat or drink in general. And people got to try them. I, I don't think there is a best, right? Which is probably why I would have assumed going in anyways. Yeah. But yeah, they're just different. But now drinking them side by side, you kind of, you're able to experience those differences. Right, right. Whereas before, it's just kind of what. It was kind of abstract the way we thought about it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I guess that concludes our our conversation on these uh, pour over brewers, our pour over head to head to Mm -hmm. head, I guess. Yeah, three heads. Yeah. Better than one. That's right. That's right. And, you know, just as we always do, want to end the podcast seeing what's making us happy this week. And, yeah, so, Joe, what's making you happy? Yeah, man. Um, definitely uh, more family stuff making me happy. 
you know, in a couple of weeks, I'll be going back home to see my parents. Yeah. And, um, you know, just still being over here, we, we talk a lot about family and stuff. And um, I'm going to be able to go back home and hang out with them. And they're actually, they downsized, and now they're upsizing mm. because their downsized house is actually really old. Uh. So I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm going to go back home and help them move into their new house. Very cool. I think it's going to be their retirement home. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I look forward to be, being back in Texas, in Houston, and maybe uh, picking up some more beans when I'm down there. There we go, there we go. Yes, sir. What about yourself? Yeah, I think no no surprise, as we've already said. You know, I'm here in Ohio. This is a new thing. Uh, it's been about three years since I've been out here. Mm. So, and just coming out, hanging out with you in person, visiting some of our other mutual friends, and just being able to... Be with some of your good friends and just kind of spend time together. You know, some of the days we didn't necessarily do a ton of activities. Yeah. But just kind of spend time and just be in each other's presence, I think, is just nice. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So it's different. You know, I was reading this book this week and it's talking about how just online, like, is a nice medium to connect with people, but it just can't replace in-person interactions. Hmm. So, yeah, I think I definitely experienced it that this week just because, you know, some some of y'all here in Ohio are some of my closest friends and we wow. talk and, you know, we, we talk you all the time. Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're about to cry in person right here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we talk all the time, but now just being able to hang out and just be together, I think, is, is great. So, yeah. friendship. Yes, Aww. sir. Friendship and family. Ooh, warm Two of the most important things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks as always for pouring it over with me, literally in person oh, today. Yes, sir. And thanks everybody for tuning in. Shout out to our Instagram right now. Yeah, yeah. Is anyone watching? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Pour Over underscore Show to stay up to date with the Pour Over Gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us, and take care. See you later. Yeah.